Hey there, I'm Melissa Merrill, a professional home organizer since 2011 and now a speaker, author, course creator, and coach. I created Pro Organizer Bootcamp for aspiring home organizers and decluttering experts who need a kick in the pants to take their business to the next level. Each week, I bring you an action-packed episode filled with tips, tricks, and inspiration to help you build your own professional organizing company. Be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review. Let's dive in. Today, I'm chatting with Molly Blakey at the Molly B Effect, which she opened in 2019 after realizing her organizing talents as a former military spouse. Molly and her husband moved to five different states in nine years, growing a family along the way. We're excited to chat about growing a successful professional organizing business today. Welcome to the show, Molly, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks so much. I appreciate you having me on. Um, my name is Molly Blakey, and like you said, I married my um, college sweetheart. We've uh, been married for 12 years now, and we did, we moved a lot um, as a military couple. Um, he Once he got out, um, we finally landed back here. Um, we landed in Oklahoma, which moved us here to Georgia. So long story short, we're back home. We're very happy to be here, um, and I'm never moving again, like ever again. <laughs> I can imagine, so. and especially <laughs> yeah. having two kids as well, oh. you know, it's probably just yeah. been such a journey, and you feel so settled now. It, it definitely has been, definitely has been, um, and we have two kiddos, Eric and Charlotte. Eric's eight, and Charlotte is four, so we're also, like, in the thick of parenthood as well, so, um, but it's been great because it's helped me help parents because it's just you know, I know all the things. I know how to put up a pack and play and, you know, all that stuff. So um, that's been really helpful. And um, yeah, I've just always had a knack for organizing. Like I've been rearranging my room since I was two, you know, putting things different places. And I just always knew that like, this was like God's purpose for my life. Like some people call it crazy. I call it a gift, like, you know. <laughs> so um, I just always knew that this was God's plan. He gave this little gift to me so I just wanted to utilize it somehow but since we were moving so much it was so hard for me to actually start a business so you know stayed at home with the kiddos until we moved here and then in 2019 it was like finally my time to do my dream and pursue this big dream of mine so that's so great. awesome and what a time too to start the business you know that was sort of right at the beginning of you know the Marie Kondo show getting popular mm -hmm. on Netflix and all of that yeah. um and how cool that you know like you said it is a god-given gift and I totally agree mm -hmm. with you on that because <laughs> I was just chatting with um a friend of mine who's an interior designer and we were mm -hmm. helping out a family that has you know experienced the loss and both of us mm -hmm. were there just trying to kind of refresh the home and it just felt so good to serve. And oh, I know, yeah. you know, on this podcast, obviously, and in my programs, we talk a lot about, you know, making an income and making an impact mm -hmm. and turning your passion into profits. But at a certain point, it's not just about the money, right? It is about Amen. how you can help others. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, Absolutely. yay for you for, you know, Aww. really. <laughs> realizing that you have the yeah. game, you know, sometimes <laughs> people don't turn it into a business, right? You know, yeah. many people don't, they just kind of, right. Oh, I'm a mom and I'm super woman and I can put up a pack mm -hmm. and play and this and that and the other, but they don't yeah. think to like turn it into an actual business. Right. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome. 
And so as you've started the business, so it's been about like two years, have you found that there's been any sort of learning curves when starting your business, like with technology or with just business ownership in general? Like, let's talk a little bit about that. Well, absolutely. Cause I mean, I'd never done this before. I honestly, I didn't even know where to start. Like I just Googled it. Like, I was like, how do you even start a business? Like I didn't know the difference between like an LLC or a sole proprietorship or any of that stuff. So I was just like, I never, I mean, my husband was in the military and then he went to corporate America. So it's like, I had, I had nothing. None of my family had ever started their own business. So I just started Googling it. Um, I reached out to a good friend who it was in branding and uh, website design. And so she really helped me just like get things rolling. And then like, it just kind of took off from there. Um, obviously COVID. So we opened in August of 2019. So then we were only open for a few months, you know, six months and then COVID hit. And like, that was, you know, then you have to revamp everything from there. And I mean, as a business owner, you know how it is. You just have to always be thinking and always revamping and always, you know, you have to be on top of things and always thinking outside the box and trying things and realize that sometimes they might work and sometimes they might not. But um, the technology side of my life is I give that to my manager because I am horrible. Like I know I'm good in the homes. I am great at doing my job, but like making a reel makes me want to cry. Like. <laughs> I'll get all the content for her and she puts them together. Thank the Lord for her. So. They're so good too. I was watching before we hopped on oh, today, thanks. I was watching a few of them and like, I know with reels, how much it's, you know, positively impacted my Instagram feed and how, mm -hmm. you know, you can reach, you know, 500% more people, like literally <laughs> when, when you look at your analytics, it's I crazy. know, it's insane. Yeah. It's crazy. But I mean, everyone gets stuck down the rabbit hole of just like scrolling and it's like, well, okay, here we are. <laughs> yep, exactly. Well, I love it. <laughs> well, and, you know, thank God for having someone in your life where if that isn't your zone of expertise, you know, to be able to outsource and delegate and have help mm -hmm. on your team. And so that kind of brings Absolutely. me to my next question of, you know, how did you actually make your first hire? It sounds like you have a few people on your team now. So walk us into that. Mm -hmm. You know, how did you find these folks? How did you bring them on board? I know that's everybody's main question when they're trying to grow and scale. Yeah. I mean, honestly, um, like starting out, I just started out at my parents' house because I mean, God bless them. They have, my sister and I, we've been moving in and out. She's also a military wife like as well now. And um, so we've moved out between college and middle, you know, everything. We have just moved in and out of their house for so long that like their basement was covered and stuff and it was all our fault like it was everything was our stuff like so I just started there I took pictures posted befores and after and then like once I officially launched then I you know had a little bit of content so start with friends and family like just you know do it for free you know do everything you can and then um I just put it out there like I just popped on a video announced that I was you know starting this business and um, a friend and an acquaintance from my son's school was like, oh my gosh, this is a godsend. And that was my first client two days later. So it was just crazy. So just kind of been going from there. But we also are on like Angie and um, Thumbtag. So, you know, just things like that, I think help too, just to get your name out there. Because word of mouth is wonderful, but you got to get out there to get the word of mouth. So Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And with a lot of girls in my program too, we talk about at a certain point, you do have to pay to play. And, you know, with yep. Thumbtack, sometimes the leads are 20 bucks, 25 bucks, 50 bucks, depending mm -hmm. like which metro area you're in around the country here in the US. Um, and that being said, I think 
it does kind of rattle new organizers. I know mm -hmm. with like money mindset too, you know, you, there is a lot to invest in when you're starting an LLC and oh, especially yeah. here in California, you know, you have to pay 800 oh, I can't imagine. to even like do anything. And then there's mm -hmm. all the fees on top of that. So um, right. it's not for the faint of heart, I would say. And I do mm -hmm. love that you mentioned Angie and Thumbtack because I am all about service pro marketplaces. I'm mm -hmm. all about local search. And I think you know, it's great to have the pretty Instagram feed and the reels, like you said, and, you know, have yep. the curated content and have that personal branding aspect. However, you also need a really solid lead generation engine mm -hmm. underneath all of that. Right. So I'm right. really glad to hear that, you know, you've been able to grow with, with service pro <laughs> marketplaces. That's yeah. awesome. And that's also Mary and I, my manager, we talk about this all the time. Like, I don't really care how many followers I have. Like, I mean, Instagram is my portfolio. Like, so if people want to see, like, what do you do? Like here, here it is, just click on here and that's it. But like those people normally aren't your clients, you know, like they might eventually be one, but like you need to get on Angie and Thumbtack just to get your name out there. And even if you don't want to pay for the leads, just paying for the service itself, just put your name out there. I think it's, they're wonderful services. I mean, but yeah. it is a hard pill to swallow when you're like, they can call me back. And it's like, <laughs> you gotta just trust and they do end up paying for themselves too you know the amount of duds Amen. that they have like mm -hmm. say you have five duds you're gonna have one really good one that turns into be mm -hmm. a great recurring client and multiple yep. sessions and yeah so you yep you know, you do take the little risk. It's like Vegas, right? But you're, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but you're making money. Um, and know. so when you, you know, started to gain traction, obviously you started August, 2019 and then, you know, COVID hit and everything. When did you bring on your first actual organizer to help you with the business? Um, well, we've, I've gone through a few and it's, you know, it's hard, but like God truly like has his hand in everything. And like, I feel like my girls now, like this is the team that I know that we can just like blow up with. Like the other two was wonderful, like nothing wrong. It was just like, those just weren't my people, you know? So um, I've had a few here and there, but um, Mary has been with me since January. And I just literally put it out on Instagram, like hire, you know, I did a ad on Instagram and she found me that way. Cause like I live in Georgia, she lives in South Carolina. Like we do everything virtually. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool when you can hire the help that you need and, you know, get out of that. I'm not good at this. So I'm either just not going to mm -hmm. do it or I'm going to pay way too much to do it. And right. I do love Instagram for hiring also LinkedIn, um, mm -hmm. even Craigslist, believe it or not, sometimes oh, interesting. it's, yeah. Um, and I remember when I had my first organizer that came to me uh, that to apply, you know, I wasn't even really hiring. And so I think a lot mm -hmm. of times too, it, like you said, where you find your people, it's, yeah. you know, you're meant to work with who you're meant to work with and the people that mm -hmm. you're not meant to work with, you're, you know, kind of go by the wayside. And that's the same with clients yep. too. You know, when yep. you have those red flag clients and you're like, oh crap, maybe I shouldn't help them. And then you still do it. And then you regret it. Mm -hmm. And you know, you've got to find yep. your, your groove. Yeah, yep, that is for sure. <laughs> so Absolutely. as far as like the clients that you serve with product, I get asked this question a lot as far as shopping goes. So, you know, do you shop beforehand? Are you the type of organizer that works with like closet installation companies, drawers and racks and, you know, things like that. Do you do it all yourself or do you kind of just do like the, the actual product, like the bins, the boxes, the lazy Susans, things like that, as far as installing, like, how do you kind of run that in your business? Um, 
I have, I'm willing to do anything for my clients. Like I will get someone to install a closet. Like I will find those people if that's what they're needing. But I find that most people have the right space. They just have terrible systems. It's like the pantry. Like people are like, well, I want like a custom pantry. And I'm like, okay, I mean, this is going to be at least $10,000, especially right now, everything is so high. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah. And then like, that's not putting one thing that's organized. So like, you can have a beautiful kitchen, but you can't find your corn. Like, doesn't really matter. <laughs> so um, I will, I would have worked with clients and we will install systems like that. Um, but I try and make it um, budget friendly for those clients because I mean, things are so expensive right now, but on the day-to-day -day, I purchase all of our products, I, you know, each client, I know exactly what we need. We have a, um, like a warehouse storage unit that once we purchase it all, it just goes straight to there. And then each morning or each night after we're done with the last job, we'll just load up my car for the next day and just kind of do it all over again. So yeah. but the storage unit and the warehouse, like the storage unit has been a godsend, like ours. So if I had no idea this started just a few months ago they actually accept all of my packages for me like so I don't like it was coming to my house like I looked like an insane person like all these container store boxes everywhere part you know I mean it was just getting like I mean it was driving me crazy so we had to get a storage unit so um and they're not that expensive like it's been so great to have all of the products there you see it it's like and then it helps me separate work from home I mean as an entrepreneur you know that really never happens but it does help that me not feel like I'm living in the container store at my own house. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and especially like, I know I work with a lot of younger women and some of them, you know, don't have big giant houses or they, they live in a studio apartment or they live in a tiny apartment right. or they don't drive an SUV or a truck, right. They drive like a coupe or something small. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. And so you have to think about these things when you're getting into pro organizing. When I first went completely full-time in organizing. I was driving a Hyundai Elantra coupe and I could like, I literally got so creative with like having to crunch <laughs> trash bags and I would contort my body in order to get these boxes in there so I could take donations <laughs> afterwards. And it's it was, insane. it was tough. And now, you know, I have an SUV and, and I got an SUV, you know, early on because I was like, I can't do this then without having to. a you big trunk. To. Yeah. I know. It's yep. crazy. And with the, um, with the packages too, I love on your website, you know, your Amazon affiliate links, your container store affiliate links. I think that's so smart. So guys, for um, those of you listening, uh, if you check out Molly's website, which we'll link it in the show notes below and she'll shout it out here at the end, but she has a tab that says Molly's favorite things. And this is just the best way, honestly, that I've ever seen this laid out because yeah. people ask this question all the time, you know, how do we shop for the clients? Do we not shop for the clients? It's totally up to you, right? It's your business. And if you want to shop for your clients beforehand and provide more of a luxury service, I always say, make sure that you're charging for gas mileage time. Um, mm -hmm. because up it, charge does, it. Up charge it. it adds up and don't just charge them the exact amount on the receipt because you know that you took, you know, two, three hours out of your life to do all of that. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yep. But the other way to do it is to provide affiliate links, or even if you're not an affiliate yet, because you don't have the volume of the customer base yet, um, really just creating like a curated list of which products are your recommendations. So I mm -hmm. absolutely love this on your website. It looks amazing. And okay. yeah, how, like, how does that work for you? So do you direct clients to this page or do you send them? 
like links in your email or is it just kind of there as like a resource? It's mainly there for Instagram followers because I mean, you know, like everybody wants to know, oh, what's that? Like, that looks great. I love that. And just like send the bio. It's like, you know, the link in the bio, it's all linked through Linktree, which Linktree is wonderful, but I couldn't stand. There's like, you know, it's starting to get so overwhelmed and like not everybody knows what a container store multi-purpose bin is. Like they don't know what that is, you know? So I needed a picture so they could see it and they could be like, oh, that's the one from the picture. So um, that has been really helpful um, for just, you know, every day, you know, I feel like we're all beginning to have to also be these influencers too and it's just like you know what I mean so it's like this is just the easiest ways that I'm not like having to sit here and copy and paste and do all this stuff so we just put it all on the website to make it one like each store has its own like house <laughs> yeah well and that's a great way to get more traffic on your website too I think mm -hmm. you know just to help you boost in search results and in SEO just for you know getting found even if the folks that are looking at it are more like, you know, uh, pro organizers that are in your network, let's right. say on Instagram, right, right, right. Mm -hmm. it still helps, right? You're still getting those clicks, oh, you're still getting yep. those views and the internet likes that and yep. it's gonna <laughs> reward that. So that's super smart to keep it in-house and not just like you said, like not just Linktree cause then it gets really messy and confusing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't um, find it either. <laughs> and I wanted like talk to you really quick too, before we close about, you know, I know that you started the homeschool edit before, um, you know, when it was the first year of COVID homeschooling, right? Like, so 2020 homeschool fall semester mm -hmm. um, last summer, basically about a year ago. And I know that you have two kids, right? So you have your eight-year-old and your four-year-old. So what are some tips for organizers listening that, you know, maybe they have clients that are trying to set up their homeschooling areas. Maybe they have, you know, they're doing virtual school again here in 2021. Do you have any like quick tips that maybe people can kind of harness? Um, I mean, it really is a case by case basis as every client is, but making like a designated space, whether it's your kitchen table or it's, you know, the kids room, like it doesn't have to be something big. Like it doesn't have to bite, you don't have to get a whole new desk, but just designating a specific area. And then if you don't have tons of room or anything like the art carts from the container store are so great that you have all of their supplies on it. it like the multi-purpose bins, they even like can hold computers on the bottom and like, it's wonderful. And you can wheel it in, wheel it out. And then like when the day is done, they get rid of it and they don't have to see it all the time. Cause that was another complaint from a lot of my clients is like, my kitchen table is now a desk 24 seven because like, I don't know where to put all this stuff. And I'm like, well, we have plenty of space. Like, let's just go, you know, rearrange this coat closet for right now. I mean, gotta do what you gotta do people, you know, <laughs> just start, gotta yeah. think outside the box. So um, just helping the clients think outside the box because they're so overwhelmed. And like we were thrown into this homeschooling thing. We had, none of us knew what we were doing. And so it was just like, just, you know, it's with anything, you take a step back and think like, what's driving me crazy? Like, why is this making me crazy? Because I have to look at it all day. Well, let's figure out how to get it away when you're done. So I love that idea so much. Anything that you can put away, <laughs> right? Yeah. Anything that yeah. doesn't have to be sprawled all over. And I think with kids too, you know, lately here on the podcast episodes, we've been talking a lot about organizing for kids and the fact mm -hmm. that kids really do thrive with structure and routine and with little, yep. you know, areas that they can own and that they can yep. be responsible for so that it's not just like, oh, I put my stuff everywhere. Like you said, all over the mm -hmm. kitchen table and it's just constantly a mess. Yep. 
this way they're like, this is my cart. And it almost gives them that um, satisfying feeling of like, this is mine. And it's like right. theirs to take care of. So yeah. um, that's such a smart so, idea. They love it. They crave consistency. They crave like, I mean, this world it is crazy. You know, like they crave like to know like, oh, I know where my pencil is. Like, I know where this is. Like, you know, they really are wanting that right now, especially with everything else going on. So I just, I think we all need more consistency and structure and systems, don't we? <laughs> yeah, I know myself. And I know that when I start to feel like something's out of control in my life, like whether it's, um, you know, a, a client or whether it's a fight I had with my boyfriend or whether, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is, an issue yep. with a family member, I clean because it makes yep. me feel like I can be in control of yep. cleaning. A thousand percent. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that's true with kids. I think too, like you said, you know, I hate, you know, we've heard these billions of terms all, all of the past year and a half, but in these uncertain times, you know, oh. people want, people want certainty though. They really mm -hmm. do. And yeah. what's one thing that's certain. Okay. When I go to sit down to do my homeschooling, all my stuff is going to be right here. It's going to be organized. My pencils yep. are sharpened. I have enough paper like that kids feel safe too I think yeah a, a thousand percent and if they're you know like even like when they get home like if they get are going to real school you know they know where their shoes go they like you're not screaming at them in the morning like where are your shoes go find like they're in the shoe bin they, yeah. labeled Eric like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? like they want to know that they want they don't want us to yell just because we don't want to yell so yeah creating systems for kids I think will also like I'm hoping that it's like gonna be a great generational switch you know like they're gonna be really good adults <laughs> seriously well and have you seen one last question have you seen um any like influx like so say that you know you shut down during COVID obviously at the beginning before you know things were certain of you know where things were going and obviously you're in you know Georgia and Mary's in South Carolina and so things are a little bit different over there luckily yeah. than they are here in California right now but um <laughs> I, I wonder like, when did you start to see the surge where people started to open back up their doors and be like, okay, now I really need to get organized because I've been stuck in, inside for so long and mm -hmm. stuff is crazy. Like, did you see a boom at, like at a certain point? Yeah. And it, I have told the story so many times to people, but it's, it was very comical because I mean, I, I probably shut down for six weeks maybe but that's because I was at home like the phone was still ringing but like I was at home homeschooling my husband ended up having to work from home and it was like like I have to he has to learn like I don't know what I'm teaching him but we gotta do it so <laughs> uh I mean it was, I mean, it was like first grade and I was like what is this math like what but it was crazy the switch because I I mean before COVID it was constantly women calling women doing Angie or whatever four weeks into COVID every man it was all the husbands all the boyfriends all the dads were like I'm stuck at home and everyone's crazy and my wife is so unorganized and things are everywhere and everyone is here can you please help and I was like I mean I at least had like six men call me within like two days it was like the most bizarre thing the biggest like switch it was so weird now the females are back on board we're all good <laughs> That is so funny. Thing. I know. It and was, I feel yeah. like typically men, like I, if I had to guess in 10 years of organizing, I maybe had where it was just a guy, right? Like where it was like a single male, like a bachelor or maybe like a single dad. I maybe had like 10, like total yeah. 
like mm -hmm. one a year. Um, and so that's really interesting. Like, yeah. hey, yeah. please help us. <laughs> I mean, like, it was hilarious. It was the weirdest thing, but I was like, this is interesting. All these men, because, you know, they're usually only home for maybe, you know, they feed their kids for an hour or two a day normally because they were at work. So it was very funny. They were like, oh, God. So, and That's then like cool, we though. would just mask up and we would still go. I mean, stay six feet apart or whatever, but we didn't really close for that long. So, yeah. That's awesome. I know here in California, it was like, it, you know, obviously with the media and everything, it was just, it still is, you know, bonkers yeah. here. But, um, yeah, I will, we'll chat offline about other things. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. I'm blessed, y'all. Thank you so much for being on. And is there anything else, like any advice that you have for new organizers, any final thoughts before we close out today? I would just say like, keep every door open. If you have like one crazy thought, like run with it. It could like, just don't be afraid. Like, what do you have to lose? Yeah. I mean, nothing, you know, I mean, just try anything. It's, I mean, cause I get all these crazy ideas. I'm like, maybe we should do this or do this. And sometimes I've like calm myself down, but like, you just never know. Try it. Can't yep. hurt. Yep. And that's the beauty of being a business owner is you get to be as creative yep. and innovative and imaginative as you want. And it's your business. And that's the yep. whole point, right? Freedom from uh, from the iron handcuffs of having a corporate yeah. job. <laughs> Ooh, <praise the> Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so where can everyone find you if they want to look at your beautiful Instagram feed and your beautiful Instagram highlights and your um, list of Molly's favorite things? Where can they head? Everything is at the Molly B effect. So on like websites, Molly B, the Molly B effect. So yeah, yes. everything's there. We made it real simple. Thank God. <laughs> Consistency is key. Awesome. Well, yes. thank you so much again for being on and it's so great to meet you. You too. Thank you so much. Are you still bootstrapping it as a professional organizer? Lugging a clipboard and paper contracts with you to every new organizing job? Typing up proposals and manually sending emails to potential clients, but not offering electronic signatures? Accepting payments via cash, check, and random apps on your phone, but no option for professional invoices and pre-appointment credit card payments? Don't worry, girl. I've got you covered. HoneyBook makes running your pro-organizing business way easier. Grab your free trial and 20% off by heading to share.honeybook.com slash Melissa823. That's share.honeybook.com slash M-E-L-I-S-A 823. It's time to level up your business. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love it if you'd leave a review or share it with someone who'd also benefit from listening in. To stay connected, follow at Pro Organizer Bootcamp on Instagram, join our Pro Organizer Bootcamp Facebook group, and learn more about my coaching programs at ProOrganizerBootcamp.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.